Hello everyone. Hello everyone. And welcome back to another back episode, to another of, episode podcast. of the Wine Podcast. Today's guest, Today's guest is shying away from the, from from the soccer side and we're actually moving, moving to the basketball side. And our guest is Chris Bavetsky. He's the assistant coach at Old Dominion University. And we're very honored to have another coach of a high caliber program join the podcast. So Chris, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it, Jesse. Thanks for uh, giving me this platform. Um, Heard a lot of great things and uh, looking forward to uh, jumping on this episode with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So Chris, you know, so Chris, you know um, the first question, um, the I, like first question I like to ask everyone who comes on is really, when, when, when did you think and when did you, think you, decide, and when did you decide that, that coaching was going to be the career path, path for you? Was it something, something that you kind of always had ingrained or did you almost fall into it? Almost fall into it. It was something I've always had ingrained in me. I come from um, just a family that's always kind of been in sports, um, influenced by my um, my mom was a um, basketball coach who raised me in sports and um, just kind of always been in the gym um, or the field. Um, just always, you know, some kids were being uh, brought up on uh, Disney movies. I was being brought up on NFL films and uh, Michael Jordan's playground. So, um, you know, there wasn't a teddy bear. There was always a you know, type of ball in my crib. So, um, just always been around sports. And I would say, um, just the, the idea to chase this journey, um, really kind of cemented midway through my senior year in college, um, that I knew I wanted to get into coaching, um, in basketball. And, um, that's when I, you know, kind of solidified my idea and started on the journey. For sure. And so, for sure. And so, Chris, you were a two-sport athlete, two athlete in college. And, and, and you know, one, one, how did you manage to, did balance, you manage both, to balance both, especially football, especially basketball, football, basketball, those sports kind of overlap, overlap a little bit, overlap season, a little bit but, season, but, also, but also, what were some of the differences in the coaching styles that you saw at football and then at basketball? And then, what did you kind of pick from each sport and take that with where you are now? Good question. It's it was interesting um, for me Jesse because I never I played basketball in high school and I didn't um, play football so as as a walk on um, playing football especially not having the pedigree of uh, experience from high school um, that was a great challenge um, that I kind of embraced and just wanted to um, just see what you know it's the you know I see why people call it the greatest game in the world. Um, it, it was a terrific experience. Um, but you're right. It's, it's totally different types of, uh, just team sports, but, and, and coaching styles. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting. I, I would say it's something, Jesse, where you kind of gotta, it's gotta be experienced, um, uh, firsthand. Um, you know, I could go in here in detail and don't want to bore your guests, but, um, you know, it, it's just that the, the greatest difference is there's, um, you know, when you're part of a whatever 65, 80-man roster, um, there's an accountability factor that goes in um, with the sport of football as well as, um, you know, you got your offense, defense, special teams, and your units. And, um, you know, everybody's, you know, counting on each other to do their job um, because you could have an all-world all world quarterback, but you obviously need a great offensive line. And right. everybody's got to, right. you know, pulling, you know, in the same direction and understand their assignments. Um, it was a great experience. Um, I had a lot of terrific coaches on the football side, a couple I stay close with in the coaching ranks, check in on them probably a couple times a week. Um, 
um, on the basketball side, same way, a lot of great relationships, a lot of great people, but um, it's definitely different di- dynamics and just, diff- you know, different work ethics between the workouts and um, the sacrifices you make. But, um, you know, I take with them, you know, a lot of stuff um, in my job today, just because um, just understanding sacrifices, like, as you know, and all this, you know, the sports, you know, you've been a part of and, and you, and the athletes you've trained and been around, you know, every sport, you know, has their different idiosyncrasies that make it special. Right. Um, right. football is no different. Um, and there's different elements that, you know, you take with you, um, especially whatever path you choose in coaching that you, you know, you, you take away whatever it is from, you know, your position coaches in certain ways, you know, cause I've been around the guys that, you know, only know four letter words. And, um, I've been around guys that, you know, are players coaches and, and, right. and try right. to build you up in positivity. So, you know, from the different styles of coaching, I, I, you know, I always tell, you know, guys that are looking to get into coaching that, you know, you're either going to be a, you know, terrific example or a horrible reminder. And like that. you, need like to, that. you gotta, you know, you gotta experience stuff. Like you have to understand, um, and take with you, okay, I know that this style doesn't work for me, or this is, this isn't the type of coach I want to be, or vice versa, you know, that this, you know, coach X's style is what, you know, I need to take with me, um, as I go, as I, you know, continue my career in coaching. Um, so, you know, just always being aware of what's around you and, and, you know, studying different coaches, um, whether that's your current athlete, or, you know, you're a graduate assistant looking to, you know, become an assistant, just being able to, you know, really dissect different coaching styles and uh, understand what, you know, strengths and weaknesses that you've taken in as a student athlete or, you know, you, you see on the staffs you're part of. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, I, for I sure. No, I, I love how. I think it's so important to study other coaches. I think it's so important to study other coaches because I know I think back all the time to, to, time to who I grew up playing for. You know, and I'm know, starting to realize, starting to realize, well, maybe you know what he did, what he did, what he didn't really like. But other coach, you know, I'm taking you know, I'm taking pieces from each coach of what I like and what I like and what I did like my own style. So I think that's very important to not to you know, not to be ingrained in one style, but really cool, but really cool things from all these different coaches that you've had, that you've had, and played with, and played. Against, and, 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 you know, you're just talking to and developing your own self. So I think that's, 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 that's a big point that you touched on. That you touched on. So, when you, so when you, God's old dominion, God's old dominion and you're in your first year coaching, you know, what was your role as a first year coach? First year coach, you know, you're, you're now, no, you're, you're now, what, you're seventh, I want to say right, seventh, eighth year? I'm in my, I'm in my eighth year as a part of the Old Dominion University men's basketball staff, but this will be going into my second year as an assistant. I was promoted last, um, Last April. Awesome. Awesome. Well, awesome. Congratulations. Boy, but yeah, congratulations. So, but yeah, as you so, start, man, as like, you start, man, like, what is starting, what is starting out, like, starting out, like, for a big time, you know, I want to say big time, no big time, no big time, no big time, no big time, but, you know, what, but, you know, what, you know, a very high, you know, a very high successful program, so, what's it like year one, year two, as a very high successful what did you learn, what did you learn, and what were some of the mistakes that you made starting off? Um, Another great question. Um, I would say, Jesse, that, you know, especially with like my, just my personal journey um, and being fortunate to to get this opportunity, um, I would say immediately my number one thing was that like I tried to be like perfect in everything I did instead of just understanding that like 
you know, like mama said, you know, mama said there'd be days like this, you know, when they're rough days, like, you know, it, it wasn't ever going to be cookie cutter perfect. And right. I tried right. to be perfect in my scouts and, uh, in my workouts. And, you know, by doing that, I put a lot of added stress and pressure on myself, um, which is, you know, it's not that bad of a thing, but in this business with there, there's such a premium and stress on win now and you never can win too big or, or too much. Um, you know, cause that's, you know, let's be honest. Um, you know, everybody wants a great program and graduating kids, but at the end of the day, people, you know, people are only going to support and, uh, you know, obviously fund, um, programs that are winning that right. there's such a, right. you know, price, you know, price to pay to, to, you know, to win at a high level. And, um, which I've been fortunate enough to be a part of a lot of teams here in the last five years that have, have won, uh, fairly well that, um, you know, as, you know, whatever level it is, you get to be, um, officially a coach that, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be just so much just stress and, um, it's never going to go perfect and injuries and there's stuff that you can't even, even plan for or prepare for that's going to happen. So being able to also adapt and understand that, you know, adversity is going to strike, um, because we faced a, uh, quite a bit of it last year with, um, injuries to, um, some top players as well as some players even transferring mid year, um, which you never, you know what I mean? You never right, go in a year. Right, you right, know, the coaching right. gods don't say this is going to happen. Um, being able to adapt. Um, but I would say that definitely just was the biggest thing trying to be, trying to be, you know, too perfect with everything and not just letting everything organically flow and just, you know, but you know, that's life and that's this profession that, um, each season comes with stuff that you realize what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are and what you need to, uh, to improve upon. Absolutely. I love that. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think we all make mistakes. Just wanting to be perfect, perfect, perfect and getting everything you know, right. I know, but, I know I made, you know, I know I made my fair share of mistakes and trying to be perfect. Like you said, man, it's just about understanding what worked and what didn't work. Going from there, being able to fix what didn't work and what didn't work and start to perfect the things that didn't work. So at least that's the way I look at it. So at least that's the way I look at it. My session plans and all that. My session plans and all that. So, absolutely. So, so now, you know, what so was now, it you, you think, know, because you, you just recently promoted so many, what did your head coach, what do you think he likes about you and respect and admire about you to keep you on staff one for so long and then again to promote you into a high pressure, a very high caliber position as an assistant, especially because, you know, it's no joke, you know, I can assume the turnover there at the assistant level is pretty high, so I mean, what have you done so well in the past handful of years to get yourself um I would say that immediately um what comes to mind to to solidify coach's um reason um behind my promotion would be that um I'm I don't want to say rare, but I, I would say it, I'm rare in regards to like whatever whatever the task is at hand or whatever I'm part of. Um for example, if like I was a Mason, like I, I'm, I'm going to make like the perfect, like brick wall that you've ever seen. Um, and like, I'm going to pour my heart and soul when the, you know, if it, somebody sees it, they're going to say that is like the most perfect placed bricks I've ever seen right. cemented. Right. Um, so, you know, and I just knew that's the only thing I could control because like when you're the video coordinator, um, I don't mean to downplay that role on a staff. 
um, obviously a ton of division one programs have it, but, um, you know, there's your basketball responsibilities. And now with the social media platforms and how much that's playing into branding programs, um, you have those two sides to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just dove into that stuff, Jesse, in regards to, um, just trying to be out of the box, creative, um, to using our, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, trying to enhance our program. Um, you know, I just ran with, I, I took, I took my, my, my role very seriously as much as I got paid just pennies. Um, I've, I just bet on myself and tried to take, um, my skill sets to like a whole nother level after each season. Um, and it started just snowballing into something that I would have never thought, um, that you know, if you asked me fresh out of grad school, right. um, I would right. never, I could have never seen coming because I got into player development. Um, I have about 15 to 20 clients from this area, which as you know, down here in the seven, five, seven, it's just enriched with just so many different athletes, mm -hmm. but especially basketball mm -hmm. players. Um, you know, every summer coach Jones would see me training, you know, two or three NBA guys, you know, seven or eight, um, high level overseas pros. And my name got around, um, and it just started manifesting into something where like it was, you know, I, I could kind of get a feel that like I was starting to check off some boxes for him in regards to taking this major step for the promotion, um, with the coaching side. And, um, you know, I, I'm finding, you know, I, I'm definitely seeing what he, what he knew, um, what he entrusted in me in this recruiting game because uh, my creative ideas are being used and um, I'm in Photoshop as much or more than when I was in the video side to try to lure these recruits. Right. But um, right. I would just say he was just taking mental notes each season and um, I was he was putting more and more on my plate and I was just diving into stuff and um, trying to be relentless and trying to just push the envelope and, um, you know, really just open his eyes up because I, I kind of understood as you, as you know, Jesse, and, and with training athletes, you know, you, you want to keep up with the times right. and the athletes right. changing as well as the teams and branding of programs. And, um, I don't want to fall behind. I, I, I understood where the coaching side as well as this, um, uh, just player development and everything was going and, um, just wanted to always, you know, whatever it was, professional development, skill sessions, clinics, just was always trying to um, keep up with the Joneses, no pun intended, um, to, um, to, you know, put myself in a spot to have an opportunity to, to be in the position I am now. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, 100% agree. That's amazing. 100% agree. That's amazing. When you're training these NBA guys and these high-caliber players, I mean, overseas players, I mean, what – you know, what, what, what do you have to do to get them to trust you? What do you have to do to get them to like, trust you? I know you is it just like, want to be yourself, I know you but I mean, yourself, you know, is it, in, you know, about is it what you're doing more about what you're doing about you as the person in there? You know, what is it to get these guys to keep coming back at this? Spread your name out. Spread your name out. Spread your name out. You know, what is it about you that's getting them to do it? Um, I'd say first, Jesse, it starts with like, um, like your first, your first, I don't want to say like big boy client, right. like um, right. there's a gentleman who played here, uh, Frank Hassell, who played on uh, two really good teams at Old Dominion. Um, he's the guy I met in um, grad school that kind of entrusted me with like um, just working him out. And once he understood and kind of entrusted in me that 
like I I could take his you know I could enhance his game a little bit. Um, that's kind of what just started like the wildfire of just him. You know, everybody's so connected um, in the seven five seven that he was kind of the guy that um you know kind of was spreading you know you know great news to just other other guys that were looking to prepare for their upcoming um, NBA seasons and overseas seasons. And um, it just kind of manifested from there. Um, you know, I can remember when it was just him and I for a couple summers, the next thing you know, it was two, four, six, right. you know, 10, right. 11, 12 guys. Um, but, you know, there's always a time, Jesse, where, as you know, with an athlete, like it's not going to be a click thing. Like they got to they gotta go through, you know, whether it's a week or two weeks, and under and, and really seeing you, you know, plan and watch film and understand, you know, you know, really evaluating the player and understanding what they got to work on to take them their game to, you know, another level. Um, because you're dealing with people that are getting paid millions. Right. Um, so right. there's no, you know, we're not doing, you know, high school Harry layup lines out there. Like uh, you're trying to take an elite athlete that's playing in the league of the 500 best players in the world. Right. Um, so, uh, right. you know, it's been a really cool experience um, these last eight summers. Yeah, for sure. No, it sounds yeah, awesome. Sure. I mean, just no, training, it sounds awesome. I mean, those just training, the in that environment, the in that environment. Couldn't even imagine. I bet that's couldn't awesome. Couldn't even imagine. I bet that's awesome. So for you, but, you know, so for you, you know, such an incredible coach as well. Such an incredible coach as well. What have you learned from what have Coach you learned from in coach your years Jones that in your years you know, maybe that, one day when you become you know, maybe a head one day when you become head coach of your own program, what are some of these big, big staples, staples in, in Old Dominion's program? Old Dominion's program. Um, defense travels. It doesn't matter um, if you're at, uh, if you're playing on the moon, on planet Earth, or going to Pluto. Defense travels. Um, I mean, I know everybody hears defense wins and, and all that um, cliches, but if there's anything, especially with how incredible of a defensive coach Coach, coach Jones has, like his reputation throughout um, high-level collegiate basketball, it's, um, it's understanding um, the importance of it first, but also developing a culture that understands that this is what wins games. Um, he's just an absolute, um, mad scientist in a lab when it comes to, to defense. Um, it's, it's remarkable. Um, you know, we see it, Jesse, with our guys that go over to play overseas or, you know, if they're fortunate enough to be in the G League or, you know, maybe get a 10 day, you know, with an NBA team, you know, right. teams are shocked at right. how, um, you know, you, you hear with staffs, oh, so-and-so's not there yet. We, you know, we have to get him caught up defensively. Um, we've had so many cases where we've gotten calls or scouts say, like, we, we can't get over where, you know, guys that are out of the Old Dominion program are immediately defensively. Um, you know, and that's all, all credit to Coach Jones. Um, you know, he demands and he coaches really hard. Um but, you know, he brings out the best in units. And, um, you know, I always equate it to, you know, he's handed a, a wet rag at the start of a year, and that thing is completely dry because he wrings out everything he can out of the rosters right. each season, awesome. especially right. on the defensive awesome. end. Um, I know it's a cliche response, but, um, but you know, it's – it's I, I and the way he goes about teaching it and just how – you know, our guys just know immediately how to guard certain situations. Um, 
you know, every defensive situation that a player could see in, in man-to-man principles. Um, they know how to react and guard accordingly. So, um, you know, that that's definitely the staple immediately yeah. for me. I'd say yeah. that 100, 101 times out of 100. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Who's the best, 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 best player? Best team you've ever seen. Best team you've ever seen. During your coaching tenure. Oh, that's an easy one, Jesse. Um, that's um, that's my first year um, in college basketball, um, 2012. Um, we played Kentucky when they won the national oh, championship with oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah with Davis yeah, yeah. and all those six You're first right. rounders. Um, we uh, we actually battled them. I mean, granted, we only it was only the seventh or eighth game of the year. We only lost by uh, ten, um, but you could tell. Um, I mean, they were absurdly talented, and they were treated like complete rock stars at the event. It was. Uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty cool experience, but uh, yeah, that that by far was the best uh, team. Did you have to put that, that scout team. together? Did you have to put that scout together? Um, you know, funny story about that, Jesse. Um, we were that wasn't that was a uh, that was at um the Mohegan Sun, the casino up in Connecticut, and we had beaten in the in the um the first set. You were guaranteed two games. We beat South Florida at the buzzer. Um in the uh, first game and we got uh, uh Penn State lost to um Kentucky in, in the other game so you know I'm up in um my room and I'm getting the scout tape completed for obviously Kentucky and a gentleman who I won't name who's a head coach an extremely successful head coach division two right now um turns to me and says, what are you doing, man? I said, I got to finish this. We got film early in the morning. And obviously, Jesse, we're at a, you know, five-star uh, casino. And he's like, get your butt right, down right. here. Let's get right, on these tables right. and stuff. And I was like, look, man, I got to finish. And he said, man, he said, no disrespect. But he goes, we got Joes and they got pros. And, you know, all, you know, you know ultimately he was right. He was very right. They had six first-rounders, but – uh it was sure. quite the experience, and, and Coach Calipari, as you know, being a being a uh, Western Pennsylvania yeah. soul, yeah. It, was, it was pretty cool shaking hands with him because he actually was at Clarion the same time my mom was at Clarion University. What's a couple of things everybody you that you want contact everybody you come in contact with you said about as a person as you, a coach as a person as a coach? Uh, it's simple for me, Jesse. I I just want them to say he gave he gave he gave everything to me to my development as a player, but he also did the same for my life outside the the lines. Mm. Like he cared. Mm. He was there for. He was there when I you know. He was there when I got married. He was there for when I graduated. He was, uh, you know, when my, uh, you know, I, I just, it, it's as cliche as it is. I, it, I want it to be way more than sport. Sure. Like for I sure. want these guys to be the best men they can be. The fathers, firefighters, lawyers, coaches, uh, whatever, whatever they choose, um, in life. Like I just want to be there 
I hope I'm writing 400 million letters of recommendations. Um, I'm hoping I'm making, you know, better fathers, sons, brother, all that. Like, I, I just, I just want them always to say that like he gave, he gave his everything to, to my development, um, for my four years at my school and then life after, um, that that's all for sure that's man. all i really sure. care about I love her, man. for sure i love that so absolutely absolutely yes, not. i love absolutely. that absolutely not all I right chris that. man i appreciate all you right, taking chris, the man. time i appreciate you I'm taking the time i'm best of luck to you guys on upcoming I'm season hopefully it's a full season but you know it's a full season but thank you for coming on thank you for coming on thank you for taking the time man and we'll talk soon absolutely thank you jesse have a good one but thank you for coming on thank you for taking the time man and we'll talk soon